Hello, sweet one. Last time we met, I told you about my sweet little one, Galileo, and the lessons that all dogs can teach us on how to live happier lives. And I want to thank all of my listeners for your continual positive support and for your suggestions. And that was a suggestion that I do a follow-up, only this time about cats. And I think that that is a perfect idea. Luckily, I do have a cat. Her name is Tina, and she is on the cover of this week's episode. In fact, I have been blessed with a few cats in my life, each with their own temperament and special uniqueness. And so I am thrilled to be given this opportunity to share some of the lessons that I have learned. And I hope that they help you as well. If you have a cat, you know cats keep their spirit of curiosity alive and thriving. And that is the first lesson that we must learn. Every day opens up possibilities for new adventures, new beginnings. The world and all of its splendor opens up itself for you to enjoy. Do not allow your fear to prevent you from living. For life is an open book that we continually learn from. Explore each day like it is your first and like it is your last. Partake in it like a newborn child with fresh eyes and young spirit. The second lesson is to take time for yourself. There are days when I feel like I'm nothing but a piece of fabric that someone has torn into a million little pieces and distributed to everyone. The smaller the pieces of the fabric, the smaller the satisfaction a person can get. For a person given one inch of fabric can do so little with it compared to a person with one yard. And when distributed, there is nothing, nothing left for me. Not my dreams, not my desires, not myself. If you are like me, you feel torn in so many different ways. You must set aside time to pamper yourself the way that you deserve to be spoiled. We all need to take the time to play, to enjoy the outdoors, and bask in the sunlight, and sleep, and enjoy the best of foods. We need to nourish our bodies as well as our souls. Always remember that the fabric of your soul is what empowers you to be holistically healthy, body, 
mind, and spirit. Always remember to keep a part of the fabric just for you and enrich it in ways that enrich your being. Lesson number three is that expensive things will not make you happy, or at least not for long, and not deeply. Whenever I am at the pet store, I will find some cute new gadget for my cat to play with. Sometimes it is on sale, and sometimes not. But it doesn't matter, because all I want to do is get home and surprise her with a present. But every time, without fail, whenever I unbox the expensive present, it is a box that she chooses to play with. I used to be astonished at her behavior, But then I realized she understood what life is about. It is not about the big, shiny baubles or the gated mansions on the hill. It is about having your heart sing, regardless of where the music is coming from. And so in life, do not confuse expensive with substance, for no one can buy your heart. Your soul has no price. It knows instinctively what will make it whole. And lastly, as lesson four and five go together, no matter how much someone loves you, everyone needs attention and everyone has their own personal space and sometimes balancing these two is difficult. It seems whenever my attention switches from my cat to doing my podcast, Tina will move away from what she is doing and position herself on my microphone or on my lap or on my head or somewhere where she knows she will divert the attention back to her. And as cute as she is, I have found love does not mean needing to have someone else's attention 100% of the time. Everyone has their own personal space in terms of time spent with another and in terms of physical distance. Only by having some alone time can we process what the day and the events and the people have had on our lives. And only by having alone time can we truly grow within our own being and our own ability to love others? And this is what life is, what love is, a continual growth and sharing, something unadulterated, complete and absolute that has us falling asleep peacefully at night and anxious to meet the splendor of the next day. And with that said, my sweet one, I do have a story for you. And this one tells you not to trust alone the outward appearances of others. But before I tell you the story, this episode is brought to you by my newest sponsor, Shape 
and faster, shape and faster, takes members on a journey of lifestyle development, providing knowledge and actionable insight via six amazing professionals in mental health, fitness, nutrition, finance, life coaching, and yoga. All members are on the site for the same reason, to learn and to grow. This makes for an active and positive community and one you should be a part of. And just for you, Shape and Foster has given me a unique link to save you money. The link can be found in this episode description for ease of reference. With this link, my sweet one, you will be able to benefit from their annual plan for $89 with a three-day trial rather than $99. So sweet one, please click on the link and visit Shape and Foster at shapeandfoster.com to learn more. And now, my sweet one, I am ready to tell you the story. The Cat, the Cock, and the Young Mouse A very young mouse, who had never seen anything of the world, almost came to grief the very first time he ventured out. And this is the story he told his mother about his adventures. I was strolling along very peacefully, Mom, when just as I turned the corner into the next yard, I saw two strange creatures. One of them had a very kind and gracious look, but the other was the most fearful monster you could imagine. You should have seen him on top of his head and in front of his neck hung pieces of raw red meat. He walked about restlessly, tearing up the ground with his toes and beating his arms savagely against his sides. The moment he caught sight of me, he opened his pointed mouth as if to swallow me, and then he let out a piercing roar that frightened me almost to death. F. It had not been for that terrible monster, the mouse said. I should have made the acquaintance of the pretty creature who looked so good and so gentle. He had thick, velvety fur and a meek face and a look that was very modest, though his eyes were bright and shiny. And as he looked at me, he waved his fine long tail and he smiled. I am sure he was just about to speak to me when that monster that I told you about started screaming and yelling and I ran for my life. My son, said the mother mouse, that gentle creature you saw was none other than the cat. Under his kindly appearance, he bears a grudge against every one of us. The other was nothing but a cock, a bird who wouldn't harm you in the least. As for the cat, he would have eaten you. So be thankful, my child, that you escaped with your life. And as long as you live, never 
judge people by how they look. And with that, my sweet one, good night, sleep well.